I want to talk about a theory that I'm hypothesizing at the moment. I think the correct word is hypothesize for this particular um, sentence. (laughs) But anyway, I don't know how exactly I got on to the train of thought of um, jumping timelines. So let me just back up a little bit and talk about the theory of multiple timelines or multiple different realities. So I believe it's called... um, quantum realities or something along the lines of that but basically (laughs) because we live in a universe a world of abundance and infinite there's a theory oh i think it's called the quantum reality or some shit (laughs) there's a theory that there are multiple different timelines that we all exist in um how do I word it? It's kind of like you and maybe your house, maybe your car, just to, just to give a few examples. Hopefully this makes sense. And all of these different versions of you, your house and your car exist on these multiple timelines, but there's always particular differences as well. It could be the fact that you have a car and a house in this reality, right? So you also have a car and a house in those other multiple realities. Just maybe you live in different houses in each reality. Maybe you have a different kind of car or a different color car, but the same car in these multiple realities. And that's kind of the theory of just there being a collection of um, timelines, especially since I personally believe time is an illusion. The past, the future, and the present are all happening at the same time, um, truly, which is also kind of going back to that same theory of multiple timelines because of the past, present, and future all happening at the same time, which is the present. There are multiple timelines playing out within the present moment because that's all that really exists is the present moment. So... And even the whole way that I was able to, I guess, wrap my head around this particular theory is that I know that everything in the universe has a pair or everything has an opposite or everything has um, a synchronization or what is that called? Symmetry. (laughs) I think that's what that shit is called. I know that there really isn't anything that exists solely just on its own which is why we even have the how do i describe it i want to say theory but i'm just say theory of duality right the night and day the dark the lights the masculine the feminine all these things (laughs) that duality encompasses I don't think I said that correctly, but fuck it. <laughs> the words is not worded today, but fuck it. Anyway, <laughs> we have all these things that encompass <laughs> something having something else to balance it out. It not really, nothing really having a um, a singularity to it. So hopefully everything that I just said <laughs> made sense. And I know for me personally, through various psychedelic experiences, I have, again, from my own perspective, which is my truth, 
seeing all of these um seeing just how the world is made up of patterns really it's made up of patterns it's made up of symbols it's made up of sounds which are frequencies which is vibration it's made up of energy of course it's made up of matter and anything that may look like is just empty space is never really empty space everything is everything <laughs> truly <laughs> so when i heard or learned about the theory of multiple timelines or quantum realities it wasn't something that was hard for me to picture or hard for me to wrap my mind around i'll just say all that to say this <laughs> it wasn't really hard for me to wrap my mind around it and i'm just thinking about the theory today of what if because i personally feel like i've recently become a little bit more conscious of when I um predict <laughs> or when I think that I've jumped a timeline or experienced jumping a timeline or are currently jumping a timeline um and damn I'm about to lose my motherfucking train of thought child <laughs> I had something in my mind next to say but it didn't slip my mind <laughs> But yeah, I feel like um, I'm starting to become more aware. Here we go. It's coming back. I'm starting to become more aware and more conscious of it. And I just had the theory today of what if it's just the simple fact of when we go to sleep and we wake up, we have or it's a very high possibility that just in that instance, we jump a timeline. There's a book. And I wish I had it with me in here so I could read the name, but I'm going to put it in the description. It's, um, I can't even try to remember what it's called, but it's basically um, all about African ideology in, I want to say different forms of life, but really more on like the medical side i just <laughs> i really wish i had the book in here so i could read the back or something to explain it because i'm explaining it so terribly it's just there's a plethora of topics in this one particular book um and one of the topics they talk about sleep and the sleep pattern of the african person and basically in that book, they describe your soul leaving your body as you go through, you know, the different phases and stages of sleep. Your soul leaving your body or your consciousness leaving your body, going into the ethers or going wherever it goes, right? And then slowly coming back into your body as you wake up again. I feel like that's most of the time the case as long as it's not something where you kind of just wake up really suddenly like you guys ever experienced waking up really suddenly and then you're kind of like all in a daisy and you don't really know what day it is right what time it is nothing like that yeah <laughs> that even stuff like that it's kind of like what if you don't know what day and what time it is and all this stuff because you've jumped a timeline or your soul is coming from another timeline or consciousness is coming from another timeline because i truly believe again since i think time is an illusion that we our soul 
kind of form of our consciousness is experiencing all of these different timelines at the same fucking time. <laughs> we are in a way <clears throat> experiencing multiple aspects of life or the multiple aspects of ourselves really because we truly are multi-dimensional people and even that theory of what the fuck was that called? <laughs> the theory of um quantum realities there we go really just talks about multiple dimensions like when i say timelines it really is just multiple dimensions that you could be living on and experiencing like what if there's a dimension where you're a fucking butterfly but the life (laughs) and the life story that you have going on in your human vessel and your human reality could be the same life story that you're living out as a butterfly but how would you ever really know and then it's so even crazier because It's like, what if you can even experience yourself from a different timeline, from a different reality, but don't even know it, like how they're all connected. Like you guys know, like them TV shows where they'll have one big episode where like all the TV shows are um, coming together and it basically is showing you that even though they look like they're living on different shows, right? Different timelines, they're really still living all in the same world because they have a pop-up on the show, which means y'all living in the same neighborhood or y'all living in the same state or whatever the case may be, even though it looks like they're two different realities. They're two different shows. They're two different dimensions. (laughs) So it's like, what if you can experience yourself and not even know it? Like I said, with the example with the butterfly, what if one day you're outside, boom, you see a butterfly pass by. The butterfly lands on you. What if you don't even know that this is butterfly you? Like... (laughs) What if it's really just butterfly you and because you have the same soul, right? You're sharing the same conscience. You're going to become attracted to one another, which therefore you are interacting with yourself. But really, you don't even know it, which truly, after me saying that, that really is what I hypothesize (laughs) is all of existence. I really think that in the grand scheme and and when i have said this to people i don't think that everyone really really grasps grasp <laughs> it's so hard for me to say that word <laughs> i don't think that everybody fully understands to the point of what um to the point of which i'm trying to relay it when i say in the grand scheme because again as humans we are very minuscule thinking (laughs) we look at the ants on the ground as ants on the ground not realizing that we are also to a huge extent ants on the ground so (laughs) we have very minuscule thinking most of the time this is the way that we've been conditioned to view ourselves and to view um our physical world 3d living pretty much that's why they call that shit 3d living because it's one of the lowest (laughs) so um when i say the grand scheme i literally mean the grand scheme like think beyond your body then boom go up and think into your mind then boom go up and think into your consciousness then boom go up (laughs) 
and think into your soul, then think into the heavens, then think into the ethers, then think like just just higher and higher and higher and higher and higher ways of thinking until you don't even view yourself as your personal self when you are thinking in the grand scheme. Kind of like when I think about me in the grand scheme this person who is talking to you right now this person who has a personality type because i have an ego <laughs> my ego right the outer layers of myself sometimes even depending on how grand of a scheme i'm thinking of even my own individual soul even my own individual consciousness i exclude that out of my way of thinking when i'm thinking in the grand scheme because i am beyond that and i say all that to say because i really do think that this theory of the multiple timelines and even being able to interact with yourself and all that is possible because in the grand scheme of everything we are all one entity we are all one being this person who i am this person who was given this name right who was born in this body who has these parents who lives in this location who has again taken the form of this personality in this character this person who i am right now talking to you truly does not exist in the grand scheme of it all <laughs> Because really, we are all just God. We are all just source. We are all just um, the divine, the greatest mother, the creator. We are all these things or this thing. <laughs> Therefore, these things, right? Interacting with ourselves. That's all it is. That's all life in the grand scheme of it all really is. That's all existence really is, is this one source of creation, of life, birthing other forms of creation and birthing other forms of life and having it interact with itself. And why, you may ask, <laughs> where I am in my particular way of thinking there's so many answers to that question i feel like so many complex answers that the answer is really just simple at the same time we'd be bored <laughs> if it was literally just us in our um singular entity state if that's what you want to call it which it never really is singular but anyway <laughs> if it was just us and our singular entity state that would kind of probably be boring <laughs> to just be the only thing in existence the only thing in the universe the only thing in the world right and when again when i say grand scheme i mean really really think grand scheme <laughs> so that's why I also think that a lot of life is already so complex that it's meant to be simple. Everything already has a deeper meaning behind it, a deeper reasoning behind it, a deeper layer behind it that it's really meant to just be on a physical layer as simple as possible because it's already complex enough it's already so much to wrap your mind around this is why people say things like we are never going to know everything because we are not meant to know everything <laughs> but at the same time because we are this one being we really do know we truly do know however for us to live in the simplest way possible right 
we are not consciously meant to know everything <laughs> because it would it would affect the way that we exist it would affect the way that we interact it would be all of us coming to realize that we really do not exist and then how would we really interact like that i guess even that would be an experiment within itself it would either end up in complete chaos right or it would just come to everyone accepting that and therefore accepting the fact that life is meant to be simple life is meant to be um filled with love um in the best way that it could be because really again we are all one being and if we truly do love ourselves then we would love everything right because it really is ourselves truly but hey (laughs) that shit takes work that shit takes dedication that shit takes time trust me i know but anyway i want to talk about just before i get off of here another quick experience that i had that also let me know that okay this multiple timeline multiple reality thing is so real (laughs) and so true again to me at least right And I keep saying to me because while I'm talking, I keep being reminded by my particular spirits to emphasize how (laughs) to emphasize how I want to say the word singular. I don't know why. How singular truth really is, meaning that there isn't every there isn't anything that is truly a fact. Because same how I said, there is no way for us to consciously, we can know a lot, trust me, consciously we can know a lot, but still there is no way for us to consciously know everything. Therefore, no one ever really, really, really can know the truth to the point that you can say this is an absolute fact right however because we are all living off of our own realities and our own perceptions as we take on these personalities as we take on these characters of whoever our soul is going to um personify itself to be truly in the moment we take on what we call a truth what we consider to be a fact and a lot of these facts honestly aren't our own truly a lot of these facts have been conditioned into us since very early ages same like how do you know a spoon is called a spoon because someone told you how do you know a car is called a car because someone told you how do you know food is meant to be eaten and clothes are meant to be worn because someone told you right but if we lived in a society growing up where clothes was meant to be eaten and food was meant to be worn i'm pretty sure we all would be doing that so (laughs) it's kind of like there isn't anything truly that is an absolute fact because we never know if we are one perceiving the same thing and we never know what we all really know and we never know um everything that we don't know (laughs) I think I even heard I did hear this in a movie or a show recently there's no way for you to know what you don't know that you don't know (laughs) if that makes sense it's kind of like um 
same thing that I said about the quantum realities and, and, and all these things, right? This is something that, to me, because I've learned about it and what I feel like I've experienced it, this is something that I know. However, if there's someone who has never consciously learned about this or never consciously experienced this, they might not even know that this type of theory or this type of thing even exists. Therefore, they don't know that they don't know it because they don't know that it exists. <laughs> So hopefully that makes sense again. Hopefully everything that I'm saying makes sense and I don't just <laughs> and everything that I'm saying is not just going over hella people's heads, but <laughs> either way, I remember I was having a dream. And again, I just explained earlier. Oh, I hope this was that recording because <laughs> I did record something before this, but I stopped it. Um but if I did explain it in this recording, I explained earlier how when you go to sleep, your soul or your consciousness leaves your body and travels. It could be into these other dimensions. It could be into the astral world. Travels to really, how can we ever really know, right? But to a plethora of places, I personally feel like. So there are some times, though, where... You can consciously remember these soul experiences and a lot of us will call them dreams. <laughs> so, but you've ever had a dream and I know that there are multiple people. You've ever had a dream that you've felt it. It was so real that you felt it. You woke up still feeling the emotions. You woke up remembering everything that happened this is you consciously remembering that experience that your soul or your consciousness was having somewhere else so I remember I was having a quote-unquote dream and even a moment there was even a time where I stopped calling them dreams because the way that I was experiencing them I knew that it was me going to other places I knew that it was me jumping timelines before I even knew what jumping timelines really was so I remember having a dream where I lived in the same place that I live now, but it was a little different. Same way I described earlier, but it was a little different. And I consciously knew it was a little different. I was around people who I knew now and who I was around um, at the time. And even then, I knew that it was a little different. And I remember that I specifically this um travel <laughs> is what I was calling them at the time me traveling specifically this travel it always stuck out to me that I was in a different reality or I was in a different place because I had a child and I don't or at the time I didn't have any desire to have kids in this particular reality and in this particular timeline and when I seeing my child one I knew that she was my child because she looked exactly like me <laughs> she had to be about about three or four years old I believed and when I tell you that she looked exactly like me she looked exactly <laughs> like me and when I seen her not only did I recognize her you know looking like me um physically but I felt her and it was like, I could feel, I don't know if some of you are mothers or if you've ever heard a mother say this, that there's just a particular bond that a mother has with her child, which I mean, of course, because that's a whole nother topic for another day. But just know that there's a 
there's a a deep bond that mother and children have there's a deep bond that father and children have but the the bonds are different um just from the way that the children are born really so when people or when i've heard people say and even my mother talk about the bond between a mother and a child it was like in that moment i felt that bond that these women were talking about it was like i could feel her <laughs> in my energy i could feel her i could feel that she was a part of me and she came from me i could i could feel it it was almost like i energetically started to feel what it felt like to give birth to to someone what it felt like to give birth to life to give birth to creation and it it creeped me out like <laughs> it creeped me out by the intensity and the level in which i could feel it and um i just kept remembering like you know i don't know if you guys have ever experienced traveling or experienced a dream where you kind of forget that you're even in a dream right you kind of forget that this is not even your um physical reality you kind of forget that oh shit you wake up and you're like oh shit i wasn't really there and i wasn't really doing all that right that's kind of what we tell ourselves that's kind of what our egos and our personalities and whatnot tell ourselves so we can remain ignorant to certain things truly and ignorant just means lack of knowledge lack of knowing how can you know what you don't know you don't know right so <clears throat> um but this particularly because i kept feeling that sensation coming from my child <laughs> which is so weird for me to say but because I kept feeling that energy coming from my child and because I kept feeling that sensation coming from my child for whatever reason I kept consciously remembering that this is not the reality that I'm living in when I wake up right I, I kept remembering that no I don't really have a child Again, in my reality now, I don't really have a daughter. I don't really have a child. But I kept remembering like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is my kid. <laughs> this is my kid. I think that um, it was me and, and her. And again, people that I knew and we were all at a kid's party, which and I kept again, I kept being reminded by constantly seeing my daughter, constantly feeling her, constantly experiencing that reality. I kept being reminded that this is a dream, quote unquote, as people would say. So. I also want to note that because I kept remembering that. I kept looking around in the reality that I was experiencing and recognizing that this was not my reality, right? Recognizing, again, like I said, I don't really have a daughter. I don't really live in the way that this particular neighborhood and this particular location is set up right now. I wouldn't even be here bringing my child to a kid's party. <laughs> Because I don't be at kids' parties like that because I don't have a kid. So <laughs> so I kept remembering that. And I also very um, much recognize that nobody else seemed to recognize that the me that I was during that travel, during that dream, was not the me that I usually am. Nobody but my daughter. <laughs> my daughter recognized it and I could tell by the way that she was 
interacting with me. I could feel it. I could feel that she knew that the mom that was there with her was not her mom was not the me that she had been experiencing in that reality and I could tell but I could feel it like I said I could feel her and I could feel her energy so I could feel the energy and the feelings that she would project onto me when I tried to interact with her because I did try to interact with her um and mind you this was not I know how some people could be like oh maybe you're dreaming about your child in the future or whatever the case may be and maybe even that is partially true if I do end up having children right maybe that is even partially true because like I said the past the present the future all happening at the same time however when I was going through this particular travel when I was going through this particular dream this was me right now like the me who I am right now I recognize that it was me. It wasn't me in the future. It wasn't me in the past. It was me in the present. And I could recognize that. I even thought about the fact that, okay, if my child is this age, I had to have had her at this particular age because I recognized it was me right now. There wasn't a difference. So um, I could sense that she knew I was different, though. And again, maybe it is just from that energetic bond and connection that mother and children have but she knew that this was not the mom that she's usually around so it made me think even after that travel and dream had happened which this happened months ago and it's so crazy this is how I also knew that it was um real because I remembered it I remembered exactly how I felt I remembered exactly what happened I remember exactly how you know I even wrote it down but I remembered it It was to the point where I didn't even have to write it down that was an experience that I was not going to forget so it made me think when I woke up that it's so crazy that again nobody else but my daughter recognized that the me that they are usually around in that reality is not me and it also made me think how often does that really happen how often are we around different versions of people and we don't even know it how often are we in different timelines but we don't even know it and that brings me back to the theory of jumping timelines i truly believe now that you have the capability to jump into whatever timeline because another thing about multiple timelines and multiple realities is that there are multiple like I said versions of yourself multiple versions of your life so it's kind of like when it comes to manifesting right or even when it comes to jumping those timelines Um, When you're manifesting something, not only are you using feminine and masculine energy because you're sending it out into the ethers, right? You're sending it out into the, the universe. You're sending it to God, however you view it. And then it has to come into your physical reality, down into your physical reality with that uh, masculine energy. So it made me think, let's say I want a... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something so random. Let's say I want a Mercedes Benz. (laughs) Let's just say that, right? Because, again, there's these infinite versions of yourself, infinite realities, infinite timelines 
truly when you are manifesting and this is why they say that um visualization and imagination is so important because what you're really doing when you are visualizing and you again using your manifest using your um imagination living in it as if it's already yours <laughs> sorry y'all <laughs> i know i just took that little pause but uh it was kind of like I don't I don't know how to explain that. I can't even get into it right now, but you know how they say when you're manifesting, feel it like it's already yours. Be grateful for it like it's already yours. Live in it, imagine it, visualize it like it's already yours and speak it like it's already yours is because it is. It could be the simple fact that you might not have a Mercedes Benz in this reality. I might not have a Mercedes Benz in this reality, but best believe there's a reality out there that if that's something that I want, I have a Mercedes Benz in that reality. And now it's just about me energetically aligning with that timeline, with that reality to manifest it into the reality that I'm in now. But what I'm saying is that there are even the possibilities of just jumping to that timeline and jumping to that reality where it already exists right but to you on your conscious mind it's going to present itself as if it's just naturally happening is what I want to say <laughs> as if it's just naturally happening because again there are some things that in a sense, we are meant to not know. We are meant to be ignorant and unknown to it. Because if we were to know it, it would, again, like I said, affect the way that we exist. So to your conscious mind, to your ego, your personality, it has to present it to you as if it's coming naturally. Um, when truly, you're just jumping timelines. Or truly, you're just now energetically merging and... Um, attaching to a particular timeline but then there's even the possibilities of not attaching to any particular timeline <laughs> and experiencing the infinite realities the infinite versions of yourselves it's kind of like when some people say they've lived multiple lives in one lifetime you can think of that as jumping timelines experiencing themselves in these different timelines but again your conscious self has to present it to you in the most naturalist way possible so mm -mm 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 -mm. that's my theory <laughs> that's my theory that's what i've been thinking about and i just wanted to come on here and talk about what i was thinking about because um it's just really good to express yourself <laughs> Truly, I don't have any other reasoning. It's just good to express yourself. It's good It's good to get things out of your head. Um, and maybe for whatever reason, I was just meant to have this conversation with y'all or meant to have y'all listen in on my own inner reflections and conversations. But I definitely wanted to come on here and talk for sure. I've been doing a lot of readings on here and I just wanted to sit down and talk. <laughs> But okay, that is all for today. I will see y'all when I motherfucking see y'all. I love you. <laughs>